Big Mike. Big Mike. Big Mike. The U.S. government issued an emergency order sealing off an apartment complex. 48 hours later, a hazmat team was sent to investigate the quarantined building. Authorities have denied any knowledge of the incident. The residents were never heard from again. There were no explanations. There was no evidence. Until now. We're gonna get through this. And don't, don't say we're, we're gonna, gonna get, get through this. this! What happened to me? Where am I? Quarantine! <laughs> And a lovely day is through Then with longing I recall The years I spent Black on black shit Dark and I that way To make a nigga start a bar fight Alright Couldn't park the car right Vigavelle got bars Max B! All these years Nigga spit in that can You a rapper while you did that yeah, nigga, Fact Check Podcast, episode 16. It's your man, Raw Skinny, a.k.a. Frankie Grimes. It's your boy, Fly Fonzarelli. This shit is now streaming on Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher Radio, iHeartRadio, Google Podcast, Player FM, TuneIn App, Podbean, Podomatic. And wherever else your funky ass get your podcast. This shit is brought to you by FCLG. That's First Class Lifestyle Group and the MDMA Lifestyle Wave. Episode 16, all in your asshole. You passing that? Yep. Swing that. I found the ashtray. I got you. <coughs> How you feeling this week, bro? And I'm good, man. Yourself? Um, all right. Um, all right. Now, you know, uh, past couple weeks we haven't been able to send a shout out to our top markets. So we will go ahead and do that right now. Um, past two weeks, the top countries we're looking at the United Kingdom, Ireland, the UK, Russian Federation, Australia, Germany, Ghana, that's a new one, Pakistan, Algeria, Portugal, Norway, Bangladesh, Brazil, and rounding it up would be the Philippines. So shout out to all those countries. We appreciate you. Yeah, man, looking real good over there. As far as local top cities, this list is crazy, yo. Number one is Bridgeport, Connecticut. Two, Patterson, New Jersey. Mountain View, California. Dublin, Ireland. Santa Ana, California. Allentown, Pennsylvania. Atworth, Georgia. Mattapan, Massachusetts. Washington, D.C. The Bronx, New York. Shout out to the Bronx. (laughs) Uh, Lancaster, United Kingdom. Forest Hills, New York. And Reading in the United Kingdom. That's crazy. So, uh, Patterson been real heavy. Yo, Patterson always show us love. Bridgeport, Connecticut is new. Shout out so, to Allentown, um, man. I got a homie that was up there back in the day. Told shout me out a lot to about Allentown, man. It's Allentown. It goes down in Allentown. Yeah, it definitely does. <laughs> so, uh, shout out to everybody listening. Uh, new listeners, old listeners, first time listeners, last time listeners. We appreciate y'all. Keep on coming back for that good ass content. Um, also on the wave, we got two podcasts, the Busy Being Married podcast and the Live from the Kitchen uh, interview series. There will be new episodes of that coming next week. And we also have um, two new pods in the works as well. 
So, um, yeah, definitely pushing. Uh, after this episode, be on the lookout for an exclusive website that will host the um, Fact Check podcast. Um, we're going to have all the back back episodes on there. And we're also going to start slinging merch on you bitch-ass niggas as soon as uh, me and Fonzie figure that shit out. So we got a tight show lined up for y'all today. We just going to get right into the shit, my nigga. Fuck all the news this week. Ain't shit happening. Uh, but shout out to Joe Rogan for signing that mean yeah. ass Spotify deal. Um, we definitely appreciate you, Joe, because you just pushing up the market value pushing for everybody. Pushing the culture, man. Like, you know I didn't know he's been in it for eleven years, neither. So uh, it's like, yeah, I had no fucking back clue. when they used to put the little app, the app on everything, and nobody knew what it was. He mm-hmm. was on there, which is tight. I wonder if he's been doing the YouTube shit the same amount of time. I'm, I'm gonna look into that. That would be tight. Like if he fall like because that this, this like this deal puts him in the pioneer category of podcasting. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But also, if he has been on YouTube the whole time, that would explain a lot as far as why his uh, fan base is that broad. Because if you really think about it, there's no fucking reason Joe Rogan should have 9.5 million followers. You but, know what I'm saying? It's just not feasible. Like I, I'm real. Interested he knows to know. who to interview. He seems like, a, like he's a real good fucking interview. Yeah, he really is. That's what it's about. True. Like, that is a fact. He does have some dope interviews. And it's a very eclectic array of guests. Like, one week he'll have Elon Musk. The next week it'll be Lil Duval or some shit like that. Right. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. It's like, and he, like, he knows he just, he wants to sit down and pick people's brains. Yo. So, shout out to Joe Rogan. We appreciate you, OG. Hopefully we'll meet you down the road one day. So, um, a couple weeks ago, I asked you a question. Mm-hmm. I wanted to know, in their prime, who would bar who up? And this is kind of a trick question. So, we have Pusha T during the Clips years, and then we have Solo Pusha T. Who are you going with, you know? I'm going to say Solo. For the simple fact, I told you, I'm a diehard, like, Clips, mm-hmm. one of my favorite rap duos, if not my favorite. Like, that was one of the first CDs I actually went and bought with my own money. You know what I'm saying? That and Cameron come home with me when I was, like, 13, 14. Mm. I went to the store and bought them together. So, I got a, I got a special connection to the Clips, but when Pushes, like, when I felt like he had to, oh, all right, my brother don't want to rap no more. I got to carry this for both of us now. Uh-huh. He, like, turned on a switch and started going crazy when he went solo. All right, so solo, we're talking about My Name Is My Name, uh, King Push, Darkest Before the Dawn, of course, Daytona. You're talking Fear of God. You're talking Fear of God 1 and 2, also Wrath of Cain. That shit right. was super hard. Exactly, like, you got it, like. And we also have. All of the uh, like the good music features and all that shit. That was a different nigga. You're making a very compelling argument. However, Pressure T clips. We're talking about Lord Willing, Hell Hath No Fury. So the casket okay. drops. Then you got the We Got It For Cheap joints too. <sighs> yeah. Those was the shit. And you also had the Timberlake features. Yeah. Along with what happened to that boy. Shit. Mm-hmm. It's some shit on here, bro. He got some joint shows. And you got the McDonald's joint from Clips Push. <laughs> <Big fat. laughs> 
I'm loving it. Big facts. Yo, he even has a um, Backstreet Boys feature. What? Yo, sidebar, you remember Philly's Most Wanted? Yeah, hell yeah. You was rocking with them? Fuck yeah. That CD was hard as shit. I got that second one that came out. Oh, bullshit. Nah, this shit was fire, it was, too. Was it still Neptunes and shit? Nah, okay. but it was like some dudes that kind of had the sound yeah. down. These niggas had a Black Thought feature on that. Well, you from Philly. I can see And, that. like, was rapping with the nigga, like... Mm. Nah, them niggas could spit, yo. They was, like, Across basically... the border, nigga? Like, yeah, they was basically... Uh, they, was, they was Philly Clips. Well, that, and they was, like, <laughs> jun- Junior Maces. <laughs> jun- junior Mace Philly Clips, you know? <laughs> So shout out to Philly's most one. My nigga was uh, Mr. Mister, yo. I still use that hand one like games and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mister, that was a funny ass name. All right, well, you going with solo clips. I'm going Pusha T clips just for content's sake and just for nostalgia purposes, man. Like, I remember hearing the first verse from the funeral for the first time. Like, goddamn, what the fuck? He kills um, when the last time. He kills Virginia. Nah, that's the funeral. Yeah, Virginia. That's the funeral. Ah, uh, Virginia. That's the that's the song. That's the number. That's the song on the first album. Yeah, but it's I'm from it's Virginia, like, where ain't shit to do but cook. It's AKA the funeral and shit. All right. Yeah. Um, remember Comedy Central with Fab? He kills that. You know what song I really didn't like like that? The um, I'm not you with Kiss and um. With kissing styles, oh, that was one of my favorites. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to go back on that shit. Um, when the last keep time the zip lock busting at the stitches, culinary chemist. I mean, I know it's bars on that. I think it was just the beat. I ain't really like the beat too much. And then I had my man Roscoe P. Cole chain on that man. He was an awkward ass nigga, yo. He was, but that was because he was still running around robbing niggas. Oh, he you was? doing? You got production from the Neptunes, but you still running around Philly robbing niggas. That's like Fam Lay. Like you know that nigga was still trapped. Oh, Fam was one. Like yo, niggas be like, yo, how you listen to him, nigga? What was the joint? Rock and roll. Yeah, how do you not? That listen shit to was hard. That shit was like the. And song the thing the about song, it was, know? I heard Fam Lay on the first Clips album. He yeah, the whole yeah. Free, he kills that shit. Got the little so, interlude and shit. I was like, damn, this nigga's nice. When he came, like. I would hit me on my beeper and all that. It was like, Remember, this shit's uh, hard. Call the Everlast. Woo! Hey. Like, family got jams, yo. All right, so you also, for um, Clips Pusher, you got Mr. Me Too, Mama, I'm So Sorry, Wamp Wamp, Hello New World, Keys Open Doors, Chinese New Year. You got I'm Serious from the Cradle to the Grave soundtrack. Yeah. Fucking yo, what was the joint they did with Royce the Five Nine back in the day? Fuck no, I have no idea what that is. Never heard of that. And then you got uh, Popeyes with Cam, kind of like a big deal with Kanye. Um, I'm good. There was a murder. Doorman. Freedom. No, there was a song Royce the Five yo, Nine. I don't clips. know. I just think because he's solo now, Mr. Baller. Mr. Baller? It's called Mr. Baller. I have to check that out. It's like, because he's solo now, you are right. Like, when when he had when he separated from his brother, he did have a different type of hunger behind the bars and shit. And I guess it was because he wasn't... I guess it's because he's almost like he's a new artist at that point. He's coming yes. like he's a new artist, and I got to prove myself. And it's not just one verse on every song. You at least get give two you on right. every song now. So, like, uh, Alone in Vegas? Oh, oh. That's classic shit right there, dude. Classic that nigga, shit. like, yo. That's why I was telling me, like, a lot of niggas was still like, yo, how, he, Drake, no, nigga, Drake cannot fuck with Pusher. 
Like no, at no point in rap wise, like pushes in a class with niggas like Jay Royce, them niggas that you know, like right. Yeah, at no point in time in history could Drake ever hold a candle to uh, push a T, you know? Like, I had a dude tell me off topic, like, a motherfucker. I had a dude tell, like, yo, we was talking about Joe Budden, mm-hmm. and this nigga wanted, he referenced Pump It Up as his reference point of hearing Joe Budden's music. I said, bro, we can't have this conversation mm-hmm. because if you didn't hear no no mood music, mood mm-hmm. music, some love lost, like no love lost, mm-hmm. rage, rage in the machine. You didn't hear none of this shit. Yeah. We can't have that comp because you never yeah. heard none of the music. Don't even make like sense. I was playing making a uh, making a murderer part one, and I'm like, yo, do you hear what Drake is saying about this man? Mm-hmm. Like on the beginning of the song, he's even saying like, yo, like nah, it's an honor to be standing here with you. Like yeah. as somebody that grew up, we all listen to your shit and we know what you can do with your pen. Like. Yeah. I be telling niggas, Drake is one of them niggas that, like, when he first came out, he gave all the niggas he looked up to their credit. So, the nigga, and these are all the niggas that ended up dissing him in the long run. Cause he, <laughs> sit, he, he slick out the mouth, bro. He think he could, he think he could sub a nigga. And push and his, that's what, niggas ain't going no. Push said it. He was like, about. yo, it's not about that. You don't make good music. It's about how you posture yourself in the game. Mm-hmm. You posture yourself like you this ill ass, tough ass. Best rapping ass nigga around yeah, with yo. not. He was like, you just not. You don't do it. He's like, man, you do two different things. He was like, you make great music, but when it comes to this pen, you can't do what I do. You gonna be acting like he the Don Dada and shit. You feel me? What's your uh, favorite pusher verse show of all time? If you had to pick one, yeah. Soul Paul. Okay. Because that was the one that I think opened up a lot of niggas' eyes. Because he was on there. And I tell niggas, I love Jay, but he got Jay on that one. Mm. He got every, he got a lot. only person I can't really say he got on So Appalled was Saha. Saha came on there, but that was also his coming out party as well. Like, I'm on here with Jay, Kanye, and Push. I got, it was almost like, yo, the way it went was like, that song was old. That was supposed to have been a Puff song. Mm -hmm. I heard it when it was just Ye. So when it came out, what well, I'm like, damn, he put everybody on here. Mm. So it was like, you knew Jay was gonna kill it. You feel what I'm saying? But Push is like, oh shit, I gotta go after Jay. Mm-hmm. Like, and they said the way Sahad Sahad just recorded his verse, and when they heard it, it was like, Jay Push and all of them was like, oh shit, nah, put that on there. Yeah. So it was like everybody was trying to outdo each other, and you could tell like Push Push was. He was hungry. That was a hungry push on that one. That's how it should be, man. Friendly competition, you feel me? I think I have to go with Eva. What happened to that boy? The second verse on Santa Rhea, or um, the first verse from the joint with Cam, where he be sitting on Yes Jewels and shit. Heard that, Bron Bron. Long time ago. But naked yeah. on the balcony at the Dallano. <clears throat> Yo, all right, so Pusha T's known for his uh, infamous ad lib, the fucking yeah. So, what rapper do you think has the best ad lib of all time? Yo, what's your top three rapper ad libs? Yo, I'll put Push in that top three. I don't think that shit is in my top three. Yo. I'll go I'll even go like 
the West, the West, the West Side Gun, of course. Boom. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? That shit goes live. <laughs> Yo, at a live show, they love that shit. So. Number three, I had to go with Jeezy's. Yeah, Damn, hey, bitch. Because <laughs> that shit was just when you heard oh, it. Oh, fuck you, when yo. When you heard it over them shorty red like horns yeah, or something. That was going to be that my That shit sleeper, was just yo. like, it changed your whole feeling of the, that shit come on in the party. Hey, you Man. like, oh, they putting that Jeezy. That's where we going tonight? Okay. <laughs> All right, I would have to go. Um, fuck yo, you fucked me up with the cheesy shit. Yo. Anything, um, anything Juicy J does after a yeah. fucking line, yeah, he's the best. Um, fucking, I'm not gonna say the raw shit because I don't even like that shit. Yo. Huh? Yeah. I don't know, bro. You fucked me up with the Jeezy <laughs> shit. <clears throat> I got a fun fact about Juicy J after we done this topic. All right. Something like him and DJ Paul both said, and I was like, yo, that shit's nuts. And yeah, who else got the ad lib, Joe? Yo, I can't even think of nobody else. I brought the topic up. I can't even think of nobody else, yo. I just say Jeezy and push then. Fuck it. Yeah. That push when push like then when you see him do it <laughs> like on a flex freestyle, yeah. his face, you be like, oh, all right. So he, he meant really that shit when he said that shit, nigga. like when that him and Wayne shit was going on. Mm. And I remember he had like the little the Aztec print T-shirt on with the hat. Yeah, he went up there and freestyled and, and did that shit. It looked like he was ready to fucking. Bite that fucking mic off the uh but, um bump bump Jeezy out, put Birdman in that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, alright. Put all right. the Birdman in that bitch, nigga. Nigga was making bird nigga made a bird sound and niggas knew. Yo, it. make that shit hard, nigga. Alright, what's up with this Juicy J shit then? Yo, him and DJ Paul on both on two separate occasions, I've seen them both say they have to clear three to four samples a day or a week or some shit like that. Damn. That's crazy, yo. That that goes back to a, a conversation I had with another producer where I was like, yo, the, the, them niggas are, are still relevant today. That's why I was like, if they did that Bone Thugs 3-6 shit, 3-6 mm-hmm. is going to win because even though that shit's old, it sounds like the shit of today. Yeah. So when you put it on, it's almost going to give you the same feel. They're going to wash them niggas. Yeah. Bone Thugs got some shit, but... Gonna wash them, nigga. So... New music this week. Well, fuck it. Let's get to the new music from last week that we couldn't listen to because it was only on Bandcamp. Shout out to Big Ghost. But um, since we are Griselda fanatics here at the Fact Check Podcast, fucking Conway, The Machine, and Big Ghost drop. No one mourns the wicked. You getting nine salacious track. I don't know if salacious is. You know how good this shit is? You getting nine bangers, this nigga. This shit was so smooth. Mm. I got all the way through it. And didn't realize it was over? <coughs> right. I like was I get, waiting for the next joint for like five minutes. I got the Sicarios. And like, when I'm in my car, I got the button that I can hit as long as my phone's hooked up to go to the next track. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, these niggas not rapping no more. Go to the next track. And I, got, I, I hit it, and I seen Family Secrets again. Yeah. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm at the beginning? It's all, yeah, same thing <laughs> happened to me, yo. Because same Flea Lord was going crazy on there, and I was like... Yeah. You fuck with Flea, yo? A little bit. Because like that Flea, beat, 
that like and, I, and the beat, I'm like, all right, they gave Flea Lord the first verse, and I'm like, he's killing it. Mm-hmm. But that beat, I'm like, this is a beat that Conway is gonna kill. Mm-hmm. So I, I gotta get to the second verse. I'm like, this shit's hard. Yo, um, how'd you feel about the beats overall? Nice selection. The sample selection was nice. Yeah, his sample game is serious. What's right. your What's your favorite joint on it? I think that uh, Streets Don't Love Nobody joint. That's what that... How do you be finding out all this shit, yo? Because he says it from the beginning. Oh, all right. <laughs> and then he says it on the hook. <laughs> My bad. <coughs> uh, I like Icon. Dead Flowers is a jam. Um, that Shark Guts shit is hard, Shark too. Shark Guts is hard, too. I, I really think they should have cut Fake Love off of that shit, though. Was that the... The one with El Camino. Uh, yeah, that's the one I skipped over. Like, <laughs> I skipped over that a couple times, so that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you know what it'd be a hard joint project? It should have never happened because them niggas kind of beefing right now. But, um, Schoolboy and Conway. Ooh, how them niggas, them niggas beefing about? They, they keep, well, it's really not TDE, but Griselda keeps saying shit about them. Oh yeah, on uh, interviews. And they shit. just saying they look. They they feel like they need to be looked at in that same tier. Yeah, but the cruise is though. Some something said. Uh, Gun said last year they had a better year than them niggas. Yeah, they did. Which isn't a lie. TD and then I guess nothing last yeah, year. Yeah, I guess what when, like J Rock drop eighteen. Yeah, apparently. Cause only that, person that dropped last year was Schoolboy, and them other niggas like when did Schoolboy dropped last year. Crash Talk, yeah. Alright. Mm. Yeah. Fucking um I maybe Reason dropped something and maybe I um, think Reason about to drop soon. Didn't just... Sir drop something last year too? Yeah. Mm. That's more like R and B, right? It don't Sir matter, B. yo. They money. Yeah, a better year, like yo. Wait till SZA come Everybody back, has man. a wave, like yo, y'all niggas got Kendrick and SZA. Y'all did the Black Panther soundtrack. Like <laughs> That's black excellence. Y'all in, y'all are enshrined in the Black Excellence Hall of Fame forever because you did the soundtrack, The Black Panther, which was like one of the blackest movies ever. Hmm. It's like one white dude in the whole movie. So, the niggas had a better year. They dropped more shit. They dropped more quality shit. It was quality with the quantity, so... Can't be mad at that. You know what time it is, nigga? Mm-hmm. Time for a plant check, nigga. I yeah. still ain't got my soundboard, nigga. That's <laughs> where the air horns like. Wah, 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 wah. Yo, plant check, nigga. I'm running this nigga Travis Scott credentials, yo. Sure. So check this out, Scotty bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. When I first approached this plant check topic, I was kind of hesitant because when you go to normal places like Wikipedia, all that shit. It could it could appear to be very credible. But then when you start digging deep, you find out a little bit more about niggas, you know? And the theory is Travis Scott is a Mike Dean project. He's like a Mike Dean plan. Remember when we was talking about Mike Dean, I was like, yo, that it it seems like he was really big in finding him and all of that. Mm-hmm. And when you even hear the sound like even in Travis's sound and production, you can tell he came up producing under Mike. 
You okay. know what I'm saying? Here's the theory. Even though he had been working on music from a young age, he didn't get big by cultivating a big local fan base. He went big because he was already working with titans in the industry. That's kind of a big sign of being an industry plant. Travis said in a Nardwar interview that he lived near a prominent record producer. His musician father has also presumably had connections in the music industry, and his mom also worked for Apple. Um, the rumor is he was planted by Mike Dean. Mike Dean is from Houston and may have heard about Travis through his connections to the Houston music scene. <clears throat> and it makes sense because Mike Dean, he's been there the whole fucking time, right? From the beginning. Yeah, because how you, else? You listen to how Al else? Farrell? How else would he be able to get in the room with Kanye and Tip and like you know what I'm saying? Well, it says he was signed to Epic in 2012. Okay. Like Al Faro didn't like from what I was saying. There was a song, I forgot what the song was called. They got it. What is the shit called, yo? Oh man. Then they talk about him being in college and shit. Yeah. There was what's the shit called? There was a song. He did a video for or something like that. And I think, like, Kanye seen it, and that's how they got the, I don't know. Mm. But even if, like you saying, if Mike Dean was already in that picture, Mike Dean could have, like, yo, yay, check my minds out. Mm -hmm. Like, and I know Travis was doing a lot of producing before we even heard of him, like, as an artist, so. Then there's a section where they say uh, he moved from Houston to Washington Heights, New York City, where he began working with a friend, Mike Wax who owned the music website Ill Roots. I remember that shit. Right. Um, after moving to New York, Scott slept on the floor at his friend's house and spent most of his time at Just Blaze's studio. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Eventually frustrated in New York and the lack of progression, he moves to Los Angeles after only four months. So check this out. In Los Angeles... He was abandoned by his friend who had promised to help him. His parents cut him off financially, and he was forced to relocate back to Houston, where his parents kicked him out of their home. He moved back to L.A. and began to sleep on the couch of a friend who studied at USC. All right, this is the song right here. The love sick, the light okay. shit. T.I. would later hear one of his productions titled Lights, uh, Love Sick. While in Los Angeles, then Tips representatives contact him, asking him to attend the studio for a meeting. During the meeting, Tip freestyled over Animal, one of Travis's beats. I was like, I know he was a more of a producer. When he first came out, I remember hearing of him more on the production shit mm -hmm. than anything. He wasn't really... Because a lot of the shit that Ye was doing, I know as far as, like, that Yeezus shit and all of that, Trav had a big hand in that. But how are you signed to Epic, Kanye, and Because <laughs> he signed the like, Grand Hustle, I think, might have been through Epic at that point. Mm -hmm. You feel what I'm saying? That wasn't that what Iggy was on? Was she on Atlantic? I don't know if Grand Hustle was still through Atlantic or what. I just know he was signed to Ye as a producer. Mm -hmm. He was never like an artist on good music. That's why it says like up at the top, it says like the very good beat shit. Yeah. He signed. He was signed to them through that. 
That's a production. Yeah, it's the producers. He was signed to T.I. I I know he was signed to T.I. as an artist. Mm -hmm. Because the first song was the what? (coughs) His first single. Like Katana or something? Nah, um, Upper Echelon. Oh, Upper Echelon. Was it T.I. and Chains on that one? It was just him and Chains. I think it was him, T.I. and Chains. Yeah. Like, so, I'm guessing that might have been through Epic and Grand Hustle. That might have been, he might have got the deal with Grand Hustle and they might have got the distribution through Epic. Mm. Seemed like. Well, I don't know, bro. I don't know. It sounds feasible. 2008 like, to 12, right? Like, what are the chances anybody's, like, getting signed off and just being in the right place at the right time? That shit don't happen, yo. You know what I'm saying? Unless, like, the only thing I can say is, because after he came out, his sound was everywhere. So it was one of them things like you could not hear that Travis Scott sound mm-hmm. at even like now. But is it really him or is it Mike Dean? Yeah, you could say that too. Because mm. it's like Mike Dean has that mm. dark, real synthesizer heavy. Maybe he's just a puppet man. He might be. But I know because I remember he said in one of his like earlier interviews, if he ever does a feature with somebody, Mm -hmm. he has to have permission to change up the drums and shit like that on their songs. When he on not on the whole song, Mm -hmm. but on his part. That's why if you listen to a lot of shit, it sounds like his part is always different than everybody else's. Because he's like, yo, I have the I get the creative control Mm -hmm. to be produce produce my part of the song because niggas drums be weak check this out how in the span of mere months does an otherwise anonymous kid from missouri city head up to new york city to make it big wind up basically homeless and then all of a sudden get flown all over the country to record with some of the biggest mainstream rappers hey. around <laughs> when you say it like that that just sounds crazy <laughs> He mentions that while he was in New York City, he often recorded music at Stadium Red, one of the biggest studios in the city, famously the stomping grounds of one Just Blaze. How does some no-name kid (laughs) finagle his way in there? See, New York is that place where if you're in the right place at the right time, you might fall into some shit. Not in California. But hold up, after a, after a short stay in New York, Travis talks about how he decided to go stay with a friend out in L.A., and as soon as his plane lands, his phone blows up with text from T.I., and in no time at all, they're on a the track together. Was he, is either he, Mike Dean planted him, or <laughs> the shit that him and Mike Dean was cooking up was no, that fucking right, good? This is what I'm trying to get to. Some of these plants aren't necessarily plants per se in the negative right. light, but they definitely had like connections. They had more connections than they. And what really bugs me though is when you give the perception that shit is grassroots, you know what I'm saying? And it's really not. And that's why we pulling these niggas' cards. You feel me? So, shout out to Travis Scott. Because the way they made that shit look was like, they made it look like the slow grind. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Because he's like, I was telling niggas, I was like, yo, 
He's not. He's he's at the point in the game where he's not playing for money no more. Right. <laughs> he made his money like early on because he was doing shit with everybody. Like everybody wanted his sound. The niggas on Magna Carta. Like you feel me with Jay. Like and the whole thing about Wonder Girl. Like she's somebody. If I'm not mistaken, he found. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So she produced the joint. She was working with him. Like, and I think that beat got slipped to Jay, or that song got like that mm-hmm. song got to Jay, and Jay was like, "Let me get this." You know what I'm saying? And they like, "Fuck, we'll get a writing credit and all of that for some shit, just giving it to Jay, like, and a production credit." Yeah, like, cause my, I remember when my man, like, when Magna Carta came out, I remember like I walked from Bel Air Road to Dundalk like five o'clock in the morning. God damn, I was. I had shit to do. I wanted to go back out home. I was trying to get back to Dundalk. Mm. I was like, oh, fuck it, I walk. Like, what I did that day, it was the day Magna Carta came out and I, I listened to it. Shit, I was like, yo, this nigga Travis Scott's on here? Yeah. Like, I remember calling my man when I got like, it was so early, later on that day, I was like, my man, like, you listen to that joint? Mm. I'm like, Travis Scott's on there. He's like, hey, that's crazy. I was like, this nigga mixtape just came out a few months right. ago. This nigga's on Hov's album? Like, so shout out to us for uncovering another motherfucking plant in the industry plant check take that take that but speaking of plants there's uh, some recent controversy with your boy the baby and Cam yeah. Cole Hutt man Cam Cole man he was it's a year Cam Cole Hutt said it was a year later it's a year later man and all this shit was fake <laughs> he did it for some money man so like I had questions about the shit when it first happened. Yeah. Why the baby? Why are you beating a dude up in the mall holding up your <laughs> selfie cam? Last nigga to do that was game. Like, last nigga to beat up a nigga holding the camera with the other hand was game. Mm. Like, and game got sued for that shit. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I believe 40 Glock sued him for that shit. So it was like, I thought for sure the baby was going to get sued by Cam Cold Hut, and he didn't. But. All I of a sudden, Cam Cole Hut is saying this shit was all fake and it was all made up and it was a hoax. So, I have a quote from Cam Cold Hart. <clears throat> quote It's time to tell y'all what really happened. <laughs> What's really going on in the Charlotte music scene? It was fake. It was a hoax, nigga. Some parts was real, but it was definitely heavily fabricated after, after the fact. That's Hollywood for you. Everything I said after that shit happened, everything on the internet for the past year was for money. You feel me? Nigga, in Hollywood, you got to put on a show to make money, you hear? This rap shit is not street. It's all about money. Period. We done got all the media money. So now back to reality. I don't even know how you guys didn't even know. (laughs) (laughs) That's the sad shit. Yo, he's like, yo, this shit was bullshit. How y'all ain't mean, y'all y'all didn't mean y'all thought it was real. He said, I'm buying new cars, I'm buying new chains. I'm buying new diamonds. <laughs> he like, you see me standing next to my new Porsche. I Holy fucking shit, man. Yo, the baby, if that if that's just true, yo, if Cam Cole Hutt is telling us the truth, you flagrant as fuck. Yeah, bro. that's super flagrant. I don't know if I can rock with the baby <laughs> after that shit, yo. I really don't, son. That's some whole other shit, yo. <clears throat> but Something told me it was phony when that nigga didn't sue him. Right. Like you how you you beat me up in the Louis store, leave me bloody, knock me out my pants and shit. I'm gonna want some money for that because it's online and I'm embarrassed now. 
So now I'm dealing with the emotional distress and niggas joking me online. <laughs> Son. Shout out to Cam Coldheart, yo. Cam Cold motherfucking heart. Now put some music out. Oh, he got jams, nigga. Rich as fuck. See, he been trying to tell niggas. You know? <laughs> Don't, yo. yo, that's the first song that come on. Would you put in Cam Cold Heart? Yeah. yeah, yo, Cam Cold Heart. Rich as fuck. Let me spin that shit on the pod one time for my man Cam. It's for you, Cam Cold Give Heart. Stream. Shout out Cam Coldheart. Exclusive, rich as fuck, huh? Nah, Cam Coldheart, nigga. Oh, why? When I was trying to look him up on, on title. Oh, I don't know about all that, G. <laughs> I be on the tube. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got. I look at it like yo. Oh, all right, Cam Coldheart. There you go. You want it? He got a rich as fuck on it. win, rich as fuck. Yeah, bro. Back in, putting the right. time in. This nigga got one, <laughs> two, three albums on this bitch. Boom. Got Crucifixion, Silverback, mm. Coldhearted mm. 2. Mm. All right. What happened to Coldhearted 1? <laughs> Sheesh. Sunrise counting. Oh, like, shit. Time is money. Cam Cold. Oh, yeah. I got joints going back to 2016 Let's on this. Let's get it, son. Let's get it, son. Shout out Cam Cold Hut, man. Already, bro. Quick. There wasn't a whole lot of new music. I think it was, though. Why? Let me check. Like, I, when I was I looking know, yesterday. Uh, Gunna came out. Gunna is, the Gunna album is tight. You like it? Yeah. I haven't had those. It seems like he's actually found his... Cause like when like when he first came out, mm-hmm. like the shit he was doing was so like fresh, like you could tell a lot of people was going to try to jump on that shit. Mm-hmm. And even though a lot of people are trying to jump on his sound, it seems like he keeps elevating it and progressing whoa, it a little whoa. bit. What do you mean his sound? Like he had a his like, sound is thug, yo. Nah, yeah, it's bro. thug, but it's a little younger. You can tell he's not there. You can tell they probably close in age, but Gunner seems to connect with the kids a little bit more you feel what i'm saying i understand what you're saying though. i know what you mean i mean it was gunner uh key glock came out yeah i seen shout that. out key glock uh young ma young ma drop yeah red flu she has a demon song see everyone has this fucking Everybody demon, a demon song yo bro. she's rapping drill i'm gonna be super pissed yo. and she's from brooklyn bro uh your man raw weave dropped a new joint and i still I think that's about it, though. Yeah, I did 
not no Young M.A. drop, man. So shout out to all the new music. Who's your uh, MVP of the week, you? MVP of the week? I'm gonna say Cam Cole Hut, man. <laughs> Exposing some shit, yo, that I thought was some yeah, fraudulent let's shit from get the beginning, it big man. Cam. Like, and the thing is, he wasn't like, he even said it like, yo, it was seemed like the way he put it was like, yo, we both agreed that at the year I could talk about this shit. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? So the, the NDA must be up on that one. He's like, fuck this, I'm letting this shit all out. There probably wasn't no NDA on that, G. Might not have been, but. You know how these labels be, because the baby's on what, Interscope? Mm-hmm. So. Big scope. He on the big scope, you know. Jimmy ain't over there no more, though, is he? Yo, Jimmy is over there until he dies. Right. Fucking, uh... Why? Oh, shit. Oh, we gonna have to address this real quick. Right. My uh, MVP of the week is Joe Rogan. Oh, all right. So, you know, this is what we can do, yo. At the end... We can just run through like the most recent recent shit that happened. Ah, uh, Fucking um, talking about DJ Academics calls out Freddie Gibbs for speaking in codes when dissing rappers. Hmm. Freddie Gibbs, he put this on Twitter. Freddie Gibbs is hilarious. Quick as fuck to say something about me. And add me on Instagram, but when he trying to throw shots at Gunna and T.I., he's speaking in hieroglyphic codes. I'm sick of you rap- rappers who at bloggers been speaking codes about other rappers. Oh, I know what he's talking about. Because mm. there was this whole shit about Gunna. Gunna was on, like, something back in the day, some new shit or something. Like, his cousin's lock was locked up for killing somebody. But he didn't do it. So he's basically like, yo, my cousin's in jail for doing something he didn't do. Because mm-hmm. somebody else said he did it. And niggas is like, oh, Gunner was snitching. And Gunner's like, no, that's not what happened. Freddie Gibbs like, nigga, if you was on the crime stop, it show you snitching. <laughs> but he didn't like act Gunner. He didn't say like, yo, yeah. I guess that's kind of what act is saying. Because a lot of rappers do that shit. Yeah. They'll go talk to niggas like academics all crazy and out of pocket. But you ain't going to have that same energy for a nigga like Gunner. Right. Like, because... Like, even when they was asked, I was watching an interview with Gunner the other day. They was asking, like, how'd you get your name? Like, Charlemagne was like, all right, yo. So, he was like, yo, why they call you Gunner? He was like, well, it just got to a certain point. And when shit started jumping off, I was the one that always ended up having a gun on me. So, he was like, and I was always the youngest. I was young gun at first. Like, then when they was like, yo, this nigga always got a gun on him when the shit jump off. Nigga just gonna be Gunner. <laughs> so, what's up with the T.I. shit, then? <coughs> I didn't know Freddie Gibbs had no smoke with Tip. I do see, yeah, they say the academic tweet came in response to a series of Gibbs Instagram stories in which he labeled X. Why are you talking about snitching and shit? They labeled. You say something about Tip? Yeah. Because I remember like when Tip. Oh, this my nigga. Hold up. I got some Freddie Gibbs quotes here. Academics, you a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) That's the voice. that's, that's That's the voice, too. Let's get that out the way first. Secondly, yeah, I do feel that way. If a nigga go on a Crime Stopper show or any kind of show, to me, that's some snitch shit to me, personally. Thirdly, nigga, I ain't saying no niggas' names or calling no niggas out or none of that shit. That's y'all saying these niggas' names. Y'all calling out these motherfucking Crime Stopper niggas. Yeah, I can only imagine Freddie just sitting in the house, like, smoking and shit. 
typing that shit. Hold up, bro. Nah, this is live and direct. Let's get oh. it. Oh. Right? He makes pretty much pretty much a very ignorant tweet. If you're on Crime Stoppers, you a snitch. Right? Just a <laughs> blanket-ass tweet. Academics, you a bitch. Let's get that out of the way. First and foremost, man. Secondly, yeah, I do feel that way. If a nigga go on a Crime Stopper show or any kind of show, to me, that's some snitch. To me, personally. You got your opinion. You could disagree or disagree, nigga. I truly don't give a fuck. Um, thirdly, nigga, I ain't saying no niggas' names or call no niggas out or none of that shit. That's y'all saying these niggas' names. That's y'all calling out the motherfucking crime stoppers, nigga. So, you know, if a nigga feel a way about it, you know, it is what it is. But I ain't, you know, I'm just, you know, speaking my motherfucking mind. Fuck, boy. <laughs> This ain't no pick on academic shit, nigga. That nigga ain't gonna bust a grape in a fruit fight. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, when a nigga, you know, getting on a motherfucking goddamn show talking about, oh, yeah, these is ignorant statements. Nah, nigga. That's a motherfucking real statement, man. Y'all motherfuckers is promoting this snitch culture to these kids and shit, nigga. Promote these niggas to stay the fuck out the streets, then they won't have to snitch. Come on, <laughs> real shit. This trapping, balling, rap shit, gangster shit, pimping, robbing all. We love, we love that shit. And then he got a caption at the bottom saying, Academics, don't say my name unless you talk about music. I think you an industry plant by the fence. <laughs> <laughs> yo, Gibbs is my nigga, yo. But I feel like if he has an opinion, like, what the fuck is wrong with that? If he ain't want to say the nigga name, he ain't want to say the nigga name. Yeah. But how does Gunner feel about that? That's what I would like to Yo, know. Gunner already, when he, basically his thing was like, yo, I know I ain't snitched niggas. I know what I be with I ain't snitched. Mm -hmm. What case was I involved in? He was like, yo. Well, your paperwork, nigga. That's what he said. He said, I come from the streets where if you snitched on a nigga, you, it's going to be some paperwork behind that. He like, ain't no, my name ain't on no papers nowhere, so I ain't snitching on nobody. Mm -hmm. He was like, so that's, they, like, I ain't got to explain myself to niggas. It's like, hey. Who you think could see the locks in a um, versus battle? It had to be between G Unit and Dipset. Nah, that don't count though. Dipset counts, but not G Unit. Yeah, I guess that counts. But they can only use fucking uh Nah. This is a weird battle. Like nah, how are we doing remember, this? They, they can go Are we doing only group shits? Like you can't pull from the solos and shit, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, you're doing the locks, like the whole locks. Cause they got they got a few albums. They got a lot of shit. Cause you gotta remember, I'm talking like G Unit before Buck and Game. I'm talking just Fifty Banks and Yayo G Unit. Yeah, but they don't they don't have any well, they don't have no official albums. joints without all the rest of them niggas. That's true. They never had to be Dipset. Nah, I go Outkast. Alright. I don't think anybody's seeing Outkast. Nah, nobody's seeing them niggas like yo. They went diamond. Like even that Nelly and Ludi shit, niggas was like yo. Nelly's Wi-Fi was fucked up. Nick, Luda's got big records. Like, Nelly has more big mainstream records. Mm -hmm. Luda's got more shit that niggas is gonna fuck with. Nelly's got more over, like, across the board, just certified hit records everywhere. So, that's the thing about Outkast. Outkast got them hit records, but it was also shit that niggas fucked with. Like, Bombs Over Baghdad. What you gonna do when they play that? <laughs> Sit there and look stupid. What can you do? What can you do? When they play Rosa Parks, like yo, 
They got some shit. The locks got some shit too. But hey, yo, I got some breaking news. Yeah. The judge ruled that R. Kelly's herpes could put the public at risk. This is a headline. So I'm starting to yo fuck this shit. I'm calling these dumbass sites out. All hip hop. Dot com. It's all hip hop posting that? Yeah, sure. Um, well, hip hop should be a reputable source. What the fuck? Yo said he was trying to get a charge dismissed in his child sex abuse racketeering case, which charges him with purposely giving at least two women herpes. Damn. Damn, cows. Mm, mm, mm. Sitting there looking in the mirror saying, damn to yourself. Mm, mm, mm. I'm gonna pray for him. I'm not. I don't fuck with R. Kelly. Your motherfucking top 10 for this week, son. We on volume 12 right now. This shit is now streaming on Spotify and Tidal. You can click the links in our fucking bios or when you see us posted. Or you should already have a line to the feed by now. So we got uh, Max B with a uh, good man. Is that some new shit? Yeah. Paul Couture. Who's Paul Couture? That's the guy that did all of that shit on the uh, Coke Wave 4. I didn't, I, I didn't hear Coke Wave 4. <sighs> good joint. Real mm. good joint. You yeah. got uh, Wap 6-7, Don't Play Around, Gunna, Medellin, Cameron, uh, No Course Part 12, Blockboy JB, Icon, Conway, uh, That's a Fact Remix with uh, Bitch Montana, Fabio <laughs> Foreign, and Mr. Swipey. Uh, Funky Friday, Dave and Fredo, Pomegranate, Dead Mouse, and the Neptunes, and Tuki Knows 2, Schoolboy Traffic, and TF, nigga. You see the Medellin video? No, I heard about it, though. Didn't they try to press him or some shit? Nigga has Pablo's brother in the video. Well, yeah. I, like, I heard about it. I heard he got pressed down that bitch, too. Huh. The song has nothing to do with, like... I don't get it. It don't. But he just went. He's like, he just be like, this is Medellin. I got a song called Medellin. I'm going to go to Medellin and shoot the video. Why not? They probably ain't know what the fuck he was talking about. Cam just be talking his shit, man. That's why I fuck with Cam. Yeah. He need some better quality mixing, though. Little niggas got all that shit in the crib. I don't know who they sending it out to. Because the shit starts with a clean vocal from the beginning. Yo, I want to send a shout out to all the sleepers we forgot in the ad lib discussion. Um, Kiss with the laugh. Hold on. Is that really an ad lib though? I don't know. Damn, they got all our shit on here. They got the pusher. They got the bird man. Uh, they so got Jim Jones got some somewhere. They got um, P- Travis Plant with it's lit. Fucking. He did kind of start that his whole yeah, lit true. shit, didn't he? That's for some reason, they got Khaled, we the best, but how do you have ad libs when you don't rap? Go figure. Um, they do got the Jada on there. They got the Jeezy. <laughs> they got Designer, yo. Hey, I, put, I posted that on Facebook one year. I was like, yo. I don't really want much for my birthday, but as long as it's as lit as design as ad libs, <laughs> my shit'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, they got Big Sean, uh, Oh God. Oh God. Uh, two Chains, Two Chains. Um, I would have said true. 
I do. Fucking right. Um, what about Twenty One with On God, yo? Ah, uh, yeah. They do have Waka Flocka. Bow. That was a good one. Gucci Burr. Oh, how we forget that? They got Diddy. Take that. Take that. <laughs> Man, we forgot a lot of big ones. That's what I'm saying, yeah. I don't even know how we forgot Burr. Because Gucci was the one that kind of started that whole, like, yo, you say the shit, and then you had an ad lib come right after it. Mm-hmm. So it made it like it gasses up the line a little bit more. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what about Mike Jones? Mike Jones. Yeah. Yo, you know how I, that's how I was like the other day. I was like, Mike Jones is so fucking that nigga's a legend because I still remember that number off top of my head. Two eight one eight zero zero no. Two eight one three three oh eight zero zero four. I'm like, yo, how you like <clears throat> That's crazy. Yo, you wanna call Mike Jones? Yo, if that shit still works, that There's no not... way that's still Mike Jones, you know? I'm calling, I'm calling. <laughs> Huh? You got it? User busy. Oh, Dang. man, Mike Jones. They you should gotta bring the number back for the yeah. culture, boy. There you go. Like, nigga had, yo, nigga really had t-shirts with his phone number on. Yo, we could do little shit like that, too. Like, on a, um... Just put the um the I K Y K and have Mike Jones number on that bitch. Real niggas be with that. <laughs> I'm probably buying a new vinyl cutter, so Alright, hold up. Yeah, you got anything else? <laughs> I nah. thought we was not recording this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Holy shit, man. Make sure you stay update with the MDMA Lifestyle Wave. We got a lot of good things coming y'all way, man. And uh, thanks for listening. This has been Fact Check Podcast, episode 16. And we out this bitch. Now it's back to square one Fucking dumb bitch Vote me a chair one Hey, hun yeah. Take a couple of these yeah. Scrape a couple of keys Key. Make a couple of these yeah. And me back on top The all splurging Rugs in the GT Persian Beneath feet furnished Big Beneath me It's a jealous ass bitch Put his claws out Bigger fell Come and clear them all yeah. out I'm going all out Let the tanks loose Put them niggas on point This nigga smoke the whole joint Fresh all extra Running in with the text text Heckless flesh jets Bigger niggas get next to Betcha Maxi be sitting up high with the last lag Money stuffing in glad bags Niggas is mad ass trying to patent the great one Copy it Look at what the fuck these niggas got me in Welcome to quarantine ladies and gentlemen Long awaited Long awaited